folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard. Of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I am here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is a beautiful night for a podcast. I was outside tonight, so I do know that. I can say it is a beautiful night for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you uh, finally got released uh, from your, your duties, and you're out, out and about today. Out and about. I've been out and about just a little bit. That's it. Yeah, we went down the park. Had so, a good time. We'll get to that. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to ask you a few questions. I don't want to jump the gun yet. And then no, sitting no. beside me, of course, is the patriarch of redneck country. My father, real redneck, Domal, our dad, is your Mike Hot. Yep. So am I. I walked over. <laughs> <laughs> but you got an on-sale popsicle. I bet I today. did. I just had a nice, cool popsicle, but I'm drinking a hot coffee, so they kind of cancel each other. Over. Coffee. Ooh, this is fixing too. to be a manly podcast, and maybe we don't need our next guest then. <laughs> I, I, I ran out of my de- I ran out of my decaf tea. I'm gonna get some more. <laughs> and back by popular demand to fill the shoes of the tea drinkers is Bill's wife, Candace. Candace, is your mic hot? My mic is hot. How are you guys tonight? We're good. Yeah, and you're back because we want you here. You're back by popular demand so we can uh, take care it of it. It was Tom. really me, Candace. They were like, there's not room for a fourth. We'd rather listen to you. We than don't Tom, have so. time for a fourth. You have a mission. <laughs> and I said, Candace has a mission tonight, does she? We need yeah. quality. I do. Yeah, you got to talk more than Todd. We'd rather listen to you. Oh, boy, that's a hard task. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Look who's speaking, though. Come on now. Anyway. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, we got we got four on and I'm pumped. And Candace has joined yeah, us for the true. intro. Yeah, this is uh, something new. I don't have to sit on hold for five minutes where you guys have a conversation in my absence. That's <laughs> it. That's all right. So, <laughs> hey, I, I want to get right into it. Um, all right, where are we going? I want to. I, I want to know from from uh, from you. Are you like at a midlife crisis going on here? (laughs) I might. It's it's online. It's this darn social media. It's infectious, Bill. It's infectious. Is it? All right. Tell tell me more. Uh, Tell me more. Only if you sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me more. So, (laughs) Candace, you should have been all over that. So, anyway. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) I, I take requests. So All right, I'll keep that in mind. I a long time. I, I I don't know if I've shared this, but I was cleaning out my garage some time ago, and I found my old skateboard from way back in the day. And I said to my daughter, I said, "Hey, like I was cleaning out stuff and selling it in COVID. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I had like some speakers that I had in my car 15 years ago, and I was like, I don't even know. Like they're 15 years old, 75 bucks for two, like two, six inch, uh, six and a halfs and two one inch tweeters. And then the, the crossovers, I'm like 75 bucks. I'll probably take like 50. I was like, I got, I got inundated with messages. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. And I'm like, holy crap. So as I was selling crap, cleaning out and getting rid of stuff that I just have no need to have that in my truck. So I thought there's I found, a lot of stuff that you have no need for in that truck. <laughs> it was a little full last weekend. Candace, 
Whose side are you on? <laughs> Our side. I was she's just, on the side of justice. Yeah, she's fulfilling I, I the mission. I got to keep on my side. He was my buddy this weekend via text. <laughs> I thought we had a bond. Jeez. We do. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. So anyway, I was cleaning out. I found my old skateboard. Not knowing... I'm not in the scene anymore, like since I was like 12. And so I found it and I said to my daughter, hey, we should sell this. She's like, hey, I said, she goes, maybe we should. Do you think it's a collectible? I said, you know what? Who cares? Why don't we put it online and and say it is? And she's like, yeah, we'll put it over like 350 bucks. I said, well, if we're going that crazy, let's go like 450 bucks. Well, little did I know that the dude whose deck it was, A, it was a very rare deck. B, the dude had just come back from a 20 plus year hiatus or 30 year hiatus of not skateboarding anymore and is lighting up the scene in California, apparently. And so for all those people that are listening that don't have any clue what a deck is in skateboard lingo terms, that's the wood part, is it not? It is, but I sold the whole thing, right? Like I had the trucks oh, on it and the wheels and everything just, else. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay. All right. right so, I just didn't know. Like, I'm not a skateboarder. I know when it's an Olympic sport now, and you may be aspiring to be Olympic the first. Sport. Yeah, you, you first uh, Olympian, but carry on. Yeah, your yeah, I don't know. I can't be in a cup. So, anyway. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so I got this thing. I, I said, we might as well put it on 40 or 50 and make it up. Like, it is rare. Well, little did I know. It is, right? So this dude's made a comeback, blah, blah, blah. The deck, because of what it was and the color that it was and the shape, it was still in really good shape, yada, yada, yada. It it was, it was everybody saw it. I got guys, and I didn't know this, but I had a guy. I just posted it here and there. Once got one guy adds me and says, hey, I run a Facebook group, and all, all uh, like, all, it's huge, that are dedicated to just this skater. So I'm going to add you to it. Post that deck. He says, I can't afford it, but post it. There's going to be guys all over you. And I'm like, what? Like, where did this come from? I'm like, whatever. Add me up, dude. So I put it on. I ended up getting two fishing reels. So the, the, the kid that, that, that I, I traded for, I got two fishing reels. I got 225 bucks cash and I got a $400 brand new half inch impact, um, 20 volt cordless impact wrench case and all for this skateboard. But since then I've been added to all these stinking groups because of this. And so I've been watching and, and uh, you get ads like the guitar thing. Are you a dabbler? Are you a guitar player that I talked about previous podcasts? So I keep getting all these ads and it just kind of like, hmm, hmm. So then my youngest was watching and she's like, Hey, I could do that. And I'm like, I like that attitude. So I dug out some more skateboards and we've now been hitting the skateboarding. So I got to tell you though, I, I'm not going to say it's age, but I did roll my ankle tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I might be limping just a little bit, but I've had problems with that ankle in the past. I'm just going to tape it. Like I said, on the, on the the post that I made that prompted you to say this is, Hey, I survived bull riding. What's skateboarding? Give me a break. Yeah, well, there's a whole lot of questions I have, but I think this journey is going to lead us down many interesting podcast topics. <laughs> dude, for the first time you decide app, to do something, there's there's this dude that he is he's genius. He's a pro skater, yada yada yada. But he he realized the 
the lessons required because like the way you learn and it's why I quit when I was younger is you go to the skate park and there's like a couple kids that really excel and then you look like a clown. So you're like, screw this. That guy makes me look like an idiot. I'm out. So this guy made an app now and now he gives you step-by-step instructions on every trick bit by bit by bit really? by bit. Oh my gosh. It's so detailed. I think my son would like this. And dudes yeah. about to say the same thing. Oh, I'll tell you what. And it's not even like, it is amazing. And, and like, it's like 40 bucks for the year. And then you get all of these. Plus, he's got a, a weekly TV show on the app. You got to have the app to watch it. It's like a 20-minute skateboarding TV show. And the dude's really nice, really funny. And, and like, it's freaking amazing because all these people are posting on there the success stories from his teaching. And you think, well, yeah, but you go to the skate park, a guy will be just like, this is how you do it. No, no, no. This guy breaks it down video, slow-mo, <laughs> and stops and gives you and tells you what order to do everything and try this, try this. This sounds stupid. You're going to feel like an idiot just sitting there doing this but this repetitive motion will build muscle memory and then boom you'll be able to do it and like dude it works i nailed a kickflip last night no problem rolled right on out and that's and today you gave us our ankle so yeah well yeah. i moved on was on that, the app yeah well i mean you, you've if you haven't peaked too early have you this kickflip isn't the extent of your learning and now it's all downhill from here well but. he keeps saying don't give up the app tells yeah. me, don't give up. I can't give up. Says, yeah. He doesn't want you to give up. <laughs> yeah, don't give up. Yeah. So now, but Avery took to it like she needs that kind of out, especially with the COVID crap going on, but that kind of thing for her, because she is like got so much energy and just wants to go. And like, I try to be like, okay, let's try trap shooting there. Let's go shoot the 22. And like, that's fun when you're pulling the trigger, but there's all that in between downtime. Yeah. You could chuck that out the window. You got to keep her attention. (laughs) This, I got her, uh, I, I, I little skateboard. Like I, I used to skate a a huge that I went to a small. So I had the small seven and a half inch deck and it, it, for eight year olds, they say, that's what I have no idea. So I'm like, Hey, at least try it. If you like it, maybe I'll get you a new one. She's taken to this thing, like a fish to water, man. And she's the one at lunchtime. She comes down, helmet on, hold the board. Dad, we go outside for lunch. She's ready to rock. We just got back from the park. That's so, good. Get so that's awesome. Some. Yeah. yeah. It should so be, she, should be excelling and, and, and mama's going to be a little bit nervous. Well, she's, <laughs> she, <laughs> she, yeah, I guarantee you. Did Jen seen her uh, skateboard yet? Yeah. She came down to the park with us and sat there and watched the first night. My mm-hmm. other daughter has juvenile arthritis. So she was just riding up and down on mine and, and we had a whoops. I had to carry her back in the house cause her ankle, she's got a bad ankle and it rolled. So that was pandemonium last night. So tonight oh, went down the park and she just sat with mom and Avery rode around inside the tennis courts. There you go. But yeah, like an hour, I'm anxious to hear some to more, uh, more stories of your uh, skateboarding yeah, life. We might have to start another change. podcast. Let's just see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, I know. This is, this is, this is uh, morphing uh, into something. I that should we, say we the app, though, it's Braille. Braille skateboarding. B-R-A-I-L-L-E. And it is, it's amazing. I tell you what, and the dude is pretty cool. But I found it because I keep getting these ads on Facebook. And, and then you learn how to play the guitar too. So well, I'm not a dabbler. I'm a guitar player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a story for another time. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So Don, what'd you get up to this weekend? Now I'm just going to jump right over Todd's, uh, uh, skateboarding story. Yeah, and I got nothing some else. Hunting and fishing related. Well, That's it. Right. So I got nothing to do. I got to wait. I can't fish right now. I can't <laughs> uh, next weekend. So yeah. Actually, I didn't do a whole lot. Well, that's uh, great. Uh, what'd you do, Bill? 
You can smack him. I, I, he hasn't been hit on a podcast in a long time. I think he needs a, a slipper or something there. Yeah, no kidding. I was going to ask him to hand me that inner in fisherman. I'll look through the magazine till he's done. We're talking. saving that for the cottage. Oh well, I can look at it now because I got lots of time here. Anyway, uh, Friday, Todd and Jen were both off, and they decided to go to London with the kids. So we got invited along, my wife and I. So we had a great day. We had a weak moment. We hit a surf, couple surplus stores and ate out. So that was a good day. And then usually at the end of May, because all through the winter, and then come spring, the whole month of May is turkey season. And then by that time, my truck really needs cleaning inside and out. It's been through all the seasons, all the right from September, right through to November deer, right through winter rabbits. Mine too. And right through spring turkey. (laughs) And I was so busy with like coming here with the kids and doing things in the yard. And I didn't get a chance to clean it. And I finally did this week. I finally got it washed, waxed. I got it vacuumed. I got the vinyl all polished with the vinyl restore. I got, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I I went out and opened the door and just looked in there and enjoyed the look because it hasn't been that way since last May. Enjoyed the look. <laughs> it's right. awesome. Nothing's better than a, a freshly cleaned vehicle inside oh, and out. Detailed and everything. I wouldn't you know. know, nor do I no, care. I yeah, it was awesome. So I was really pleased with that. But then you get somewhere and you're like, crap, I just cleaned my truck. Like, Hey, all right, we're going to load up the deco. Where's my trigger lock keys? Oh, I just cleaned my truck. (laughs) (laughs) All you need to do is check your garage. You're laughing because it's funny because it's freaking true. No, not for me. Me? You're you're the only one. I know. Everything's in that truck. What truck do you want to take hunting? Well, I've got to take mine because everything's in mine. And if I didn't take mine, I'll be driving back here to get it. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm kind of surprised. I think when we went goose hunting in the fall, we went in your truck, Todd. Yeah, that's right. And I'm just trying to figure out how my brother and I both got in that truck. Yeah, you probably wrecked all the garbage I had <laughs> in there, kicking it around. Uh, I don't know sorry. yet. I haven't got it looked. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said what, Bill? You and your, you and your brother, what? They rode in my we truck when we went goose hunting. Oh, yeah. And, and I just can't figure out how we did that based on the way that truck, truck looks now. Oh, um, you guys, guys seen it at the provincials. I had to load flats of shells in there. I had to have clothes, change of clothes. I had to have a cooler with food. You had a whole suitcase we, of clothes. We had to buy a trailer. <laughs> I didn't say how many changes of clothes. We had to buy a trailer for the decoys and everything because the back is full of junk, like the pickup bed. You, there's Nobody <laughs> uh, looked in there. It's hopefully. spotless now. I, I did. I backed up to a fireplace, just shoveled it all in. Oh. It is spotless. You, yeah, had no, to for my kayak. In his truck, you kick the pop cans out of the way. You move the papers, you know, and uh, oh. and, and cords and. I did, that, nobody cares about this. To sit down. I thought we were moving on. This wasn't about me. Remember? No, it's it, it, it's you can't help about yourselves. you. Can't help it's yourselves. It's not letting you talk. It's telling the truth. That's the thing. Oh, I do have to ask though. Oh, I don't like this. Did you get any uh, trail cam pictures that are of deer yet? Last podcast we talked about, and and if everybody saw it, Todd put a really cool picture on the front that I saw right at the very beginning with all the mosquitoes on it <laughs> because of what there was, and in that was uh, some talk about trail camera pictures. Have you got anything? I've got pictures. I've got it. That depends. Are does on my on our hit list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah sure i haven't got so here's the deal i'm now afraid that the one trail camera that i put out 
the second one, if you listen to that podcast, you'll know why there's mosquitoes on the cover of that, of that podcast. And the, the last one I put out where I broke the strap and I had to do it, I was running through the woods in circles, trying to get the strap put back through the trail camera, get it back on the tree and, and everything. I think I might've knocked the batteries because I've not got one picture and it is in <laughs> what I thought was the high traffic areas. So I got to go back out. But the other but even, one, even I am you, getting pictures. If it was in a high traffic area, you weren't getting pictures of deer. You get pictures of something. Well, I think the so batteries maybe, yeah, are out of the camera. Right. Yeah. Like, I just think yeah. it's... So, I, d- I am getting pictures on the other, but nothing that I would get excited over. Yeah. There's lots of deer. Well, lots of deer. I mean, that's just uh, the hazards of putting trail cameras so, out, like we've talked about many well, times and, in the past. And I did say... you get disappointed, right? Well, that's it. Now I'm like, am I even going to hunt that spot? And now I might miss yeah. a huge monster buck because he didn't walk by my trail camera. But I yeah. did I did say that I wasn't certain because of the growth. Because I spotted that spot in turkey season. I spotted it in late deer in the snow and you could see the deer tracks. And of course, there is no bushes or weeds or anything growing up right so it looked like a highway when i went back to put the trail camera out there because i thought that's where i'm putting one of my stands it was so grown up i could barely get into the spot and when i got in there Mm. i'm looking going holy crap it's so grown up i don't know if deer are going to be going by this but it is a highway i am getting lots of deer it's just not the right ones i don't i don't assume their gender bill i'm not that guy but i wouldn't (laughs) shoot these ones that are walking by my camera I understand. The headgear is a little bit missing. Yeah, that's correct. But you never know. The year Bill shot his big deer out behind our place, we didn't see a single buck on the camera the whole time it was up. We saw raccoons swinging off the hanging bait like they were Miley Cyrus, but no <laughs> bucks. <laughs> they came in like a raccoon. You gotta sing that when you say that, Candace. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave the singing to you, Todd. It's all yours. I appreciate it. You can't steal too much of my thunder. All right, I'll try not to. Yeah. Now I'm yeah, sure a raccoon on swinging on it. That's awesome. that year. So yeah, didn't have them on the trail camera, right? So you might not even, nope. if you got discouraged, that's why I said it's the curse of the freaking trail cameras. You put one there yeah, and you got sure. a monster and, and you're like, that's it. And then you get obsessed with hunting that spot or you put one there and you don't have a monster and then you get like, well, I'm not going to hunt that spot. And really yeah. trail cameras don't tell the whole story. I was out filling a doe tag that day. That's that's what my my goal was, was to fill a doe tag when that big ticket walked out and I punched it. So, yeah, you never know. I mean, I wouldn't get discouraged yet. Anyways, I mean, they could be scared in the area. You could have, you know, I don't know, put the trail, trail camera in and knock the batteries out. And you're right. Maybe it's just nothing. I think I'm not batteries out. Past, you're just not being able to see it. Jen keeps uh, bugging me to go back for another walk in the woods. So we'll have to do it tomorrow night or the next night. You probably should. It'd be a good date night for the two years who went there in Mosquito Alley again. Avery's looking at me, shaking her head. Nope. (laughs) She is definitely not begging me to go for a walk in the woods. Don, did he offer to put up a trail camera in your spot, did you? What's that? Did he offer to put up a trail camera in your spot? Yeah. No. What do you You, mean? You built him two nice tree stands and he didn't even offer to put up one of his 10 trail cameras in your spot? Where are you going with this? Asking questions. I'm, I'm keeping things loose and, and off the cuff here. All right, Candace, <laughs> as Bill would say to yeah. my dad, if you're close enough, smack him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sitting out on the hunting shut deck, just looking out over the fields, and I'm uh-huh. on my own here. 
So not close enough to smack. I was going to say. No, not close enough to smack him. I, I asked the question again. Todd Mullard, would it not be the fatherly uh, uh, son thing to do, uh, the son thing to do to set your dad up with a nice trail camera? Maybe I have one out there where that he's thinking. You're ruining my surprise. Maybe, Bill. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I even got yeah. a feeder out there. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think he's worried about it because he in in I don't do a lot of bow hunting, but uh, muzzle loading season yeah three days a year if it's brown is down so you know it doesn't matter what's out there whatever comes by is going in the see freezer. yeah where dad sits because he's building this big permanent blind hopefully, so I, I am going to repay him by building this I'm certain I'm going to have to help him build this permanent blind so, especially if I want to get it done before they affect my deer season. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to repay him that way, but he pretty much th- where he hunts, he knows where the deer walk. He's not going to another spot. He's going to hunt this fixed blind. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. And he would not, no and he would not wait and pass up a doe. If something with <laughs> big headgear to wait for something with big headgear to come walking by. No, that's, yeah. I got the two spots I hunt. I know. That's where the deer walk by and where I'm going to see him and where they're going to come from. And so it's just a matter of, or where to guide yeah. me to go push. So they run right to there one day and they set up a little push. And so I was choreographing the push. I could see where they went over the hill. I could see the guy coming along the top and how they interacted. And they had six deer come right to me. It was just a matter of picking the one I wanted. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that would that be awesome. For, yeah, it makes for a good hunt when you, it all comes together like that. Yeah, but so, so. I I don't know which way which which way to go first, Bill or Candace. Bill, we'll save the best for last. So, Bill, what yeah. did you? We got it. The, the longevity of the podcast and the listening audience to keep them hooked. So, sorry, Candace. I'm going to go to Bill That's first. Okay. Bill, That's okay. What did you do this week? I tell you what, this week was a great week. We had all kinds of stuff going on here at the Tom household. And uh, there, was, there was no shortage of opportunities to to, uh, to share pictures and, and experiences and fun. But I went fishing. Uh, the, the highlight was uh, going fishing yesterday. Yesterday, I guess. Eh? It was. With, uh, with my son at uh, Upper Big Shoot. So... We uh, put the boat in motion again. Everything that uh, has come together into uh, the, the fishing redneck yacht there, uh, it, it just all worked out. And we, uh, we fished Upper Big Street a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we kind of messed up a little bit by not being able to get on the water until about 8 o'clock in the morning. But this time I, I did a bunch of research, and I looked, and I, I scoured the, 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 uh, the lake, and I found uh a marina that is uh, quite a ways up the uh the lake than than i launched that originally and uh 24 hour launch you, you it's paid on the honor system there's a little envelope uh you know you, or a, a mail slot you put your ten dollars in for the launch to, and then uh ten dollars on on the way out just to make sure that you paid and parking uh i, I contacted a local guy with his that lived right next door to the marina. I found found out who he was, and did you really? And, uh, and asked him if did, you could yeah. park there. I did. Yeah. I wonder. I did he say marina. how many calls he, he gets? 
Uh, no, he didn't. He, I got his number now, and I'm I'm first on his call list. That's for sure, based on uh, you know the the fact that he was such a, a great great guy to deal with. And the lady who owned the marina uh, said there's a it was a, a municipal parking lot that was a five minute walk away from from where I launched the boat. I'm like, there's got to be other options other than that one. And uh, she says, well, well, my neighbor here, and I won't say his name because I don't want to give away my, my prime spot uh, <laughs> said uh yeah you can you can give give him a call and uh for ten dollars all day parking you can park on his lawn i'm like that's fantastic how far is it he, she says well i can see it from here it's less than 300 uh, meters from from my from my front porch i'm like, perfect so I, I called him up and then he sent me a picture of the parking spot that he had reserved for me honor system again you take the uh, Ten dollars. You put it in an envelope. You put it on a predetermined spot, which was inside the barbecue. <laughs> so, and he was—he uh, wasn't even there. So, Hunter and I uh, launched the boat. We were on the water by seven o'clock in the morning, and uh, off uh, off on the water we went. So, yeah, it was a great, great experience. Uh, launched the boat like a champ. You know, I, I was getting getting the hang of backing this boat up into tight spaces, and. Uh, so we get we get the boat and we, we launch and uh, you know Hunter he's learning Hunter Hunter he's learning and uh, um, we we launch the boat and I, I get things all set up and going and I get out in the middle of the channel and I hit the hit the throttle and full full throttle and the motor dies I'm like hmm, this isn't good yeah motor dies so then I started up again and you know I think okay maybe I don't know what it was it's it's early in the morning. I hit the hit the throttle again. Motor dies. I'm thinking, okay, now we've got a problem. You got to choke so that I thing, get, Bill. I grab the anchor, throw the anchor out, and I just start thinking for about ten seconds there. And I punch a primer bulb, and it wasn't getting any pressure to it. So Pause. did sure, Hunter pick sure up a fishing enough, pole and start fishing around while you were doing that? He, he was just trying to stay out of the way because he thought I was <laughs> going to get mad from overboard or something. But <laughs> I wasn't that upset. It was, it was close enough to the shore that I could have dropped trolling motor and we would have been back to shore in no time. But I, uh, I found out I had a pinch fuel line. So, you know, it, it just, uh, it's the gas tank shifted on the, on the drive and pinched the fuel line. And sounds like a I design wasn't flaw. Any, any pressure. No design flaws. There is no design flaws in the redneck yacht. <laughs> Everything works with the way it was supposed to, including the fishing poles. And <laughs> so, we, uh, we get going, and uh, I, I, then I realize, you know, in an almost guy fashion, the waypoints that I put on are a heck of a lot farther than I thought they were. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we ended up getting to them eventually, but we fished a couple spots leading up to that <laughs> because I wasn't going on a half-an-hour boat ride to, to get to the, the spots. They look closer on the map, you know. It's <laughs> only an inch away. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, he he does one mile per inch. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it is. I'm, I'm 20, 25 kilometers or twenty six kilometers an hour is max speed. You can serve so gas I don't that go way. Up. What's that? You can serve gas that way. Pinch the I, fuel I do. line, I do. move an inch a mile. Or a mile per inch, you're good to go. <laughs> We're good to go. But yeah, we did okay. You know, I mean, everything worked exactly the way I anticipated it. We we got to a couple spots and I flipped some uh, wacky rigs. I was going to say, okay, tell um, me, tell me, because I got pictures and I was like, yes. Yeah. So I'm going away this weekend for the week. We're going to a cottage. And so I'm, I'm like solid stuck on wacky worm. 
but you tell yeah. me what you caught these bad boys on and cause it might dictate what I go to the tackle shop and buy before I'm taken off to the cottage. So a couple of things, what I would recommend. I mean, I first I, off I, species, I, largemouth bass, right? Oh yeah. Large and smallies. So large and smallmouth bass. I caught one, uh, I, the keepers, I brought three, three fish home. We can get into that in a few minutes, but uh, it was one large mouth, two, two small mouths. And, um, but w- w- I was catching fish on, uh, the wacky rig, um, color worm. back up just a second, back up just a second. I typically never, ever fish with live bait. Never. I haven't fished with live bait in so long. I can't even remember the last time I went to the bait shop to buy anything, but I thought, you know what? I, I I'd like to try the leeches. Oh, um, how do you put them on the hook? See, I've see this is I've where never, we go. This yeah, is, this is I've the, never, this is I've the never fished thing. with them, but I know guys do, and I'm like, I don't want those things touching me when I'm swimming. Why would I want to yeah. intentionally put my <laughs> hand with in you, there? Todd. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like, I learned a couple of things. Uh, live bait has got way more expensive than it was when I used to be buying the leeches. They were uh, fifteen dollars a dozen for leeches, so. That, that I, I bought two dozen and well, I used they're used for dozen, medical so. reasons too. I mean, if you got bit by a snake out there, you could just slap them on and you're good to go. Right. I was Sucks the poison right out. Yep. I was really worried about the fact that if I was out there in the middle of the water, I would get bit by a snake. No yeah. lie. Hey, so. happens to kayakers all the time. <laughs> no doubt water snakes coming up and <laughs> living inside their boat. But, but I, uh, we, I, Tried the uh, salted tube jig and a leech is what was my go-to bait uh, on Lake Erie. I'd fish anywhere from 8 to 15 feet of water, maybe a little bit deeper depending on the storm came in or blew out. Uh, and salted tube jig and a leech, and I would hammer them leech? all day long. And yep. a leech. Oh, how, yeah. how, did you, jig and a leech. how did you rig it? So tube jig, just with the weight on the inside, and you have tube, tube weight, which uh, right around the eyelet yes. has got a... A, a weight weighted lead right. yeah, it's right on the shaft right so it's inside yep. the tube yeah that's and correct. then the yeah. hook so comes out and hangs up on the on the top side of the tube that's correct so you, and then uh, on the hook you, you tip that with with a leech so leech got a little sucker on the uh on the body oh, and you, you put the hook basically salted right tube jig. yeah salted tube jig i tell you what right now is, is a go-to bait no matter where you're fishing, whether it's Lake Simcoe or, or uh, Upper Big Shit or wherever, but um, you got to get your depth right and you got to get your color right, which I'll get into in a second here. But and also speed. Speaking of leech, what's that? And fish it slow. Yeah, oh yeah, and you fish it slow. Long cast away from the boat because you don't want the fish, uh, if they don't bite under the boat, there's a shadow. Anyways, long story short, long casts, rock surfaces, going from shallow to deep, and they just eat them up eat them up so i didn't really do, do much fishing with the leeches to be honest with you because i i wasn't having the success i thought i was going he did, to he didn't like touch them my son on the other hand that was funny how do you put a leech on a hook so the leech got a little sucker on them uh where, where they would latch onto you or the boat or or something else mm-hmm. and you put the hook right through there and then you feed it back onto the body somewhere so you hook them twice um and then it, it, it'll the, the tail end is so long you enough hook them through the sucker, and then you hook yeah. them again down further on their body yeah somewhere just a you know half an inch or, or less 
uh, down the body just to, so that that and, and the best part about uh, a leech over a worm is they're resilient you know when you get little fish that are pulling your worms they'll rip them apart but they won't really rip a, a leech apart um, the same so they last longer crash okay. <laughs> Candace was whispering I'm assuming not Sorry. to you Violet <laughs> was asking questions Sorry. Well, I thought she was trying to whisper uh, The next line in my head or something I can think for myself you know I, I know you can <laughs> But our children You know Can't seem to uh, Keep themselves occupied All the time <laughs> So yeah, Hunter Hunter was nervous because he he reads too much and he's scared of spiders. I, mean, I don't know who's scared of spiders. Yeah, he's no, he sounds like a smart kid to me. <laughs> yeah. They're not from yeah. this world. They're not natural. Eight eyes, eight legs. It ain't natural. Yeah, well, it's, leeches are the same thing. Well, he, he's like, I can't touch that. What happens if it latches on? It'll never come off. I've seen it on the TV. <laughs> you know, it, I'm like, they'll suck your blood instantly. It'll be this and you get, this so hard, um, Hunter. Take it easy. It's okay. <laughs> he overthinks everything. I don't know where he gets that from, but he overthinks everything. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, by the by the halfway through the morning, he that was right tree, into it. But he still that tree wasn't planted just, on a hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he caught a few fish, but he was getting super frustrated because when uh, I was trying to teach him to, to keep tension on the line. He'd hook a fish and then he'd lose tension on the line and the fish would come off and he was getting frustrated. And I was not letting up on him at all. I was catching fish after fish after fish and uh, rubbing it in now, every come on. single chance he's I got. He's the almost guy was catching fish after fish after fish and he's yeah. not even here to defend himself. No, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm sure he would uh, He would stand up for, for what was right and tell you the truth, truth of the story there and they almost got it pretty good on, on Sunday. That's for sure. Right on. And, so do you know total how and, many you boated? Oh, you, you, there had to be a hundred. Are you kidding me? A hundred, huh? Well, I mean, it's a fish <laughs> okay. I got to tell you. <laughs> Candace, you're welcome any, any time you want. <laughs> I don't know. We, we fished. We got, like I said, we got on the water. Uh, we were on the water at about seven. By the time I got the motor, I, I would say we fished until probably one o'clock. Uh, off and on hitting spots and I probably caught 30, but the, the, no, no major size. There was a lot of little, you know, one pounders and pound and a half great fight. They would, they would hit that either tube jig or the wacky rig, uh, like a ton of bricks. And you think you'd have something and all of a sudden this little wee tiny thing comes up and, and I was like, you look, you felt a lot bigger than in the water than you look coming into my boat. That's for sure. So but. that's half the excitement. Yeah, no, it was great. We had a we had a good time, and then I I did a uh, uh, the best thing that I did in this boat so far was I I put her back on the trailer in front of probably thirty people sitting in the restaurant without even having a single problem at all. But how long did it take you? Were you nervous as heck? Were you shaking? Yeah, Yeah, honestly, I'm over it. I've done it a couple of times now. I had to back it down a narrow driveway and, and into a narrow wee little launch. And uh, it all worked flawlessly. Not one little bit of problem. And everybody watched. And I thought, yep, that's the almost guy in the redneck yacht right there. With fish <laughs> in the live well, heading back. Heading back home. So. Did you stand there and shout through the windows at him? That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anybody wants lessons? Uh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it. We got home. We uh, cleaned some fish yesterday and uh, had a great, uh, great day. So, right on. Yesterday was a good day for uh, for us, Tom folks. Sounds good. Yeah, because I know <laughs> what Candace did, and I'm actually really impressed. I even said to my wife, "I said, holy crap, she's actually going." So I get up Sunday morning. I'll do the, I'll do the lead in. I get up Sunday morning yeah. All right. and I'm, I'm working out cause I can't, I woke up, couldn't go back to sleep, but I thought, okay, I got to do a whole bunch of videos. I, my, my family, my, my daughter and that they're supposed to, it ends up being me. If I'm not at the front speaking, running the videos and making sure everything's cool and, and, and rocking at church. So my mother emails me, all of the songs because right now under covid we're not allowed to sing hymns in the church so to supplement really? that yeah yeah and and the church is really probably above and beyond on their covid protocol just because of i'm, I'm assuming all the congregations of, of our church are, are following the lead that they're over cautious the demographics yeah. at church are older folks obviously and so they're very over cautious so we're not singing yet so we're allowed mm. in gotta wear a mask and but you're not singing so mom's been hammering video after video so i gotta download and put them on a on a thumb drive take them over get them all queued up and everything so when i woke up early i thought now's a great time to get my workout in so while i'm doing that i get a text message (laughs) and i'm like who the heck is up on a sunday morning texting me that doesn't normally happen and (laughs) and so come to find out candace had gone to Toronto International. I, I all I know it is by its its nickname. Yeah. Trap and ski <laughs> So tits. So Candace went. No. Candace went to tits, and because there's a big ATA shoot, and so she's like, "Hey, I'm at tits." I'm like, "What? You actually went?" And I knew she was talking about it, so I'm like, "That's so wicked." So I was then obviously, hey, who's there? Is anybody talking to you? This is amazing, right? Because you know as well as I do, Bill, Dad, you can back me up. If a woman, a newer shooter woman shows up at any gun club, let me tell you who the most welcome person at a gun club <laughs> is going to be. A- am I wrong? No, no. Everybody wants to help. <laughs> so, so there will be no lack of attention or instruction given. Trust me. You will feel more welcome than anywhere on. You will feel more welcome than a hair salon if you're a woman and you show up to a gun club. Full stop. So I said, well, you're not going to have a problem. So anyway, yeah. So she went. So I'll let I'll, I'll, that. That's by. That's my prelude to Candace. So you can take it from there, Candace. How was you? What did you do this week? What did I do? Well, my terrified little self decided that I was going to go and um, sign up for this shoot. I've only ever been to the provincials yeah. last week. Her, her first had... ATA shoot. Now we're going to go shoot the provincials. For anybody in the U.S. Yeah. was in the state championships. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but but last week I wasn't really nervous because I had Bill, I had you, Todd, I had Don, I had your, our other friend Bill, and we were all on a squad together, and it was just fun. Like whatever happened happened, and it was just going to be a fun day. Uh, but then yesterday, Bill was fishing with our son Hunter. You guys had your things down there, 
So if I was going, I had to go all by myself. <laughs> so, dum, dum, dum. So, but you're used I'm to doing the manly by stuff myself. by yourself because you're married to Bill. So, but anyway, carry on, carry on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I wasn't completely by myself. So I had my youngest daughter, Violet, with me. So all the attention, yeah, when you have a cute little eight-year-old blonde with you, it all goes there. <laughs> she was offered water and freezies. And <laughs> you need bug spray. <laughs> Everybody was super sweet, actually, when we got there and... Yep, she even got compliments on her hat. and That's <laughs> so. awesome. But uh, no, I went. Um, I had to figure out where to register. And then, of course, I had to wait for a while because the gentleman who was doing it was busy fixing a trap at the time. So we're standing there and a few people came and said hello. And I managed to get myself registered. And they're like, just singles? You don't want to do the handicap or the doubles? I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Just singles. <laughs> So, um, and because I was there by myself, they started a whole new squad, just put little old me on there. They're like, what spot do you want? And I was like, I just don't want to be first. I'm like, how about second or third? He's like, I'll put you third. I'm like, all right. When my squad gets called up, there's only one other person on the squad at that time. And of course he took the fourth position. So I was first. <laughs> like the one thing I didn't want. So now you're lead off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm lead off. We're on the trap field, like right in front of the office. So I'm a new shooter. I'm a new woman shooter. I'm right in front of the office. So I had a crowd. And let's just say the first round did not go spectacular at all. <laughs> um, yeah. We don't even have to mention we score. Kind of I, I know what it is. <laughs> I got a text after the first round. That didn't go yeah. well. No, no, no. I went three for 25. I'm not afraid. I think, you know what I think? I think our youngest daughter was harder on you than, than you were. Yeah, she she's a she's a tr- tough critic. That one there. <laughs> is she giving you so, tips? No, I came off. She's like, that was not good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, eight. yep, you're right. I love it. But I know I'm sitting there, and you said that to me, and I'm like, I was at church running the videos, and so I had time. So I'm like, that is not Candace. That's not because you were rolling last weekend. Uh, yeah, I've never shot. I haven't shot great, but I've never shot that bad. Yeah, but you got to you got to so. think what, what was against her there. And I'm not making excuses because she doesn't need to have excuses made for her. Oh, she, I get it. You have to do this. This is the obligatory husband yeah, conversation. Yeah, or you're going to be sleeping right where you're uh, sitting. It's kind of comfortable here, but I like my bed. So <laughs> <laughs> she's. It, I, Super proud. Uh, I'm going fishing. And when I left to go fishing in the morning, I, I didn't know she was going to go. So I got the text message uh, partially through the morning, maybe about, I don't know, 8, 30, 9 o'clock, whatever time it was. Yeah, I'm going to go shooting today. Awesome. Go. Enjoy. We already had everything loaded up because we had ended up going to the, the gun clubs the day before um, just to, to to sign up and get our memberships. Um because, uh, you know, we talked about it in a previous podcast. We can't do a whole lot of shooting with COVID yeah. or any shooting because of we're not a member of our local club. So we decided, Candace and I, we, we uh, got up and on Saturday and we decided to go to the club. And we had everything all ready, but we couldn't shoot because we weren't members yet. So we, we signed up, uh, got our membership uh, application process started. So... Uh, she had everything ready. I'm like, go enjoy it. Have a great, great day. And I'll let her carry on with her story there. But yeah, super well, proud and I that. said that to Jen. I'm like, can you believe Candace is going 
to and Jen's like, yeah, why not? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like that's nerve wracking for me. It is. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, yeah no, so I came I get off. It. And... Go into the line, and and you you've just had to go through the sign up. You know nobody. Now you're shooting lead off on a what on a two person squad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when the other person on the squad was not happy about this situation at all and was not uh, exactly trying to hide it, <laughs> so he he was complaining to the guy running the shoot about that it was ridiculous and but we got through it we did it um i came off and actually the gentleman steve that um was running it at toronto international came over and told me not to worry about it he gave me a couple tips um and everything and didn't really have too much time to overthink it which is probably best for me anyway (laughs) because we went right on into the next one and then um, from there it went so much better. If only I could have redone that first 25, but, um, still not stellar, but I got, I went from three to 14 to 17 to 16. So I, I was pretty happy with how it you progressed. got rolling. Yep. So, and, uh, we got to talk to teach Violet about, you know, certain things not to tell mom just as she's walking up to start a round. <laughs> Cause my last round, she had gone to get something out of the car. And just as I'm about to walk up, and she's like, um, I locked the keys in the car. <laughs> I'm like, okay, just don't shut the trunk because <laughs> I was going to put her through there. But apparently she didn't. We found out after that she just didn't pull the handle hard enough. And, oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, as I'm walking up to the line, she's like, I locked the keys in the car. <laughs> I'm like, great. Okay. Have a seat. I'll be there in a minute. That's okay. You're a woman so. in distress surrounded by a bunch of men at a gun club. <laughs> You're going to do just fine. <laughs> we solved it ourselves thank you <laughs> but, uh, but no it was good and i made sure i went up and thanked uh the steve that was running it and the ladies in the office were super sweet to check in on violet um even though she was just sitting on the bench behind like the trap field each time uh, but they were checking on her and um everything so it was it was a good experience it really was so that's awesome. And they did add two more shooters for the next three rounds. For, your, for so the last was 75. Four, I wasn't lead off anymore. So, Right on. So uh, you did well and you had a blast. I did for sure. Rock and roll. Yeah, it's getting it on them, those little wee tiny branches and, and doing something new. And like I said, super proud of the fact that it, it, I don't need to be there. You don't need to be there. She just, she went on and did it and, and rocked. You know, uh, in the first round, uh, I guarantee it was just all nerves in the situation. And, you know, the fact that she, she set herself up mentally and, and the second and third and fourth round, is it, like you said, she just rolled on and had a great day and came back uh, from fishing and, and she was just nothing but smiles with the experience. So, Well, and it was like I was texting Bill throughout this, but I was texting Todd like every single round. And so to have somebody to, you know, even though I didn't necessarily have somebody I knew there with me, it was really helpful, Todd, that you put up with me texting back and forth. <laughs> I was having a blast. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just astounded. I thought it was awesome. I was, really. So there's so many women out there, I bet, that would not go. They'd like want their friend with them or have that support system, right? And, and you Trust just, me, I was thinking about it, and, but that's so you just proved it right there. Yeah. You proved that you could just show up to a gun club. You're going to be welcome. And I tell you what, I ain't kidding. You are not going to be more welcome anywhere in the world 
than at a gun club. <laughs> Guaranteed. I tell you, those yeah. women at those at, at, at the hair salons, they get gossip in there. I mean, the, the dudes at the at the gun club too busy gossiping about each other that you're the rock star. <laughs> yeah. no, I was really proud of you. I thought that was excellent. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing some of your exploits and go to some future ATA shoots. You'll have your you'll have your targets and your new average before you know it. Hope so. Thank you. I'm it was fun. I'm really enjoying it so far, like just getting started. But uh, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And um, like I said, kind of terrified in the morning, but I'm glad I pushed myself to do it. I'm pretty good at talking myself out of things from time to time, but I'm glad I pushed myself and did it this time. And Well, I'm going to throw a gauntlet down and say, Uh-oh. I've only got one 25 straight patch left. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, God. You don't need to worry about it. I can't find shells. <laughs> what do you mean you can't so, find shells? Yeah, I went online today. I, I wanted to get some of those. Uh, I told Winchester you where. Did you call target. where I told you to call? I'm not going to say it online no. because it's our spot. No, because everybody go. But no, I, I didn't call there. Uh, I, I, there's a, a local <laughs> spot right around the corner from where I work that I just found that sells ammunition. And they, they wanted like $2 more a box so I can get the four Cabela's. But Cabela's wasn't selling flats. They were selling individual yeah, boxes. And for it, those, I want to buy like six flats. Got to go to the importers. The guy's bringing them in. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. I, I need to get the in on some of those because it would two, two reasons. One, I think the price might be a little bit cheaper if I buy in bulk. Absolutely. Now that, now that I have two shooters in the house, it's double the ammunition. So I'm not sure what Pandora's box I've opened yeah. here on the don't, bank don't, account. Don't go back to reload and I'll tell you that much. Well, there's the other thing, though. I have or do with Candace. You just lock them in the basement. (laughs) And all I do it puts the shells through the hole. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only thing I did wrong uh, on Saturday getting her set up was I didn't give her enough boxes of shells in the bag so that she could have shot her handicap if she wanted to. Next time, I said to her, "You shoot the caps now." She's like, "I didn't bring enough shells." Yeah, that's my fault. I only, I only think I only packed her six boxes of shells because we were. That's all we were thinking about doing on on Saturday when we get to the club. Just a few rounds each. But if I had been thinking, I would have packed eight to give her the option, so she couldn't have talked herself out of the caps. Well, are you hitting so. the Canadians this weekend? Are they this weekend or next weekend? <laughs> are they next? Oh yeah, they're next week. Yeah, good call. And are you <laughs> hitting the Canadians in a week? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think we're going to pass on this the, the Canadians this year, but we're definitely going to go. She's 100 targets ahead of me on her average right now for the last two years. So I got to pick up my socks here. And, <laughs> Put and, down uh, the tee. Pick, yeah. pick up the gun. <laughs> I tell you, I made her clean her own gun yesterday, too. I didn't make her. She wanted to clean her own gun. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, okay, got to clean my gun. I'm like, Bill's making you do that, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Don't too take funny. that cadence from Todd. I just cleaned my gun. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I figured I had um, the stock and everything off it. I might as well just spray something in it. Yeah, well, the, the hamsters and, and stuff come running out saying. <laughs> the spiders, they're not natural. I realize you got to take it yeah. apart every now and then. Get them out of there. <laughs> Well, I'm really glad to hear that you've, you know, you've joined the club and you're going to shoot more and, 
that means you're probably going to get down for some of our ATA shoots when they open up. So that's awesome. That would be no question in my mind. Yeah, that we're we're coming down to visit you guys more now that you know that it, it was never a question whether she enjoyed it or not. She, you're, I'm speaking for you, but there was never a question <laughs> whether you enjoy enjoyed it or not. It's just now hopefully we can get more opportunity, right? That's awesome. Chauvinistic yeah. that you spoke for her, but that's awesome. Well, you, you yeah, know, well. <laughs> yeah, she, and she won't feel that way at every shoot. She'll get to know more and more people. Like she met Emily and she met Sandra down at yep. uh, St. Thomas. And so, you know, they'll be at, they'll be at all the ATA shoots. And so you'll have someone in common to visit with and That's you know, for that's sure. Great. Yeah. So that's super. Right. Oh. There, there you go. So more fun and uh, adventures for this weekend planned, uh, but we can get to that in another podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Got lots of, lots of stuff coming up. Pretty pumped. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Candace. Thank you for saving me from the old onslaught of these two. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your exploits even further. You should come out more often. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's lots of fun yeah, chatting with you Don't take guys. it personally, Bill, but if you do, I wouldn't blame you. Um, yeah, that's what I said. I'll sit here and if you guys just need me. I, if you need me, I'll be here. That's it. <laughs> Are you feeling parched, Candace? Would you like to drink? Bill, what you yeah. drink? Yeah. <laughs> Coming here. Oh, that's so awesome. I could rile you your wedding so up. Rough, your, your marriage, I could just poke some. I could have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> Antagonist Toddy. Oh, oh, thanks wow. again, gentlemen. Until next time. Yep. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. Awesome. Take care. Yep. Bye. Bye. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And, folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.